want to share something this morning. Uh, there's this story in uh, Mark 6 that uh, I want to just take a minute and share a thought or two out of that story. Of course, most of you remember that story uh, maybe uh, for the feeding of the 5,000. I don't know if you remember exactly how it went in Mark 6, but uh, they had been gathered with Jesus for, for a while. It had gotten late, late in the day, late in the evening, I, I assume maybe even ne- nearly dark. Uh, to me, that's what late is. Once it starts getting nearly dark, you know, I start looking for a place to bed down. <laughs> Amen. Dark 30, what I always say. But uh, it was in a desert place, and they'd been there, and the disciples urged Jesus, urged Jesus to send, to send them away, to send them to the villages, to send them wherever, because they were so far from anything. And, of course, it's not like it is today. You have to have that mindset of, of that time. There wasn't a, a Christie's convenience mark. There wasn't a Hardee's or none of that. And, and they, they were perishing for hunger. They, they, they were in need. Uh, it was a, t- a time that they were needing sustenance. And uh, the disciples just said, you know what, let's just send them away because, the, the, you know, they're going to perish. So, but Jesus, Jesus said this. Jesus said, 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 you know, what do you got? How much do you got? How much do we have? And, uh, of course, they said we got a, a couple of loaves and, and, and some fishes. And, uh, of course, Jesus said, to make them sit down, make them sit down, and he, they did, they sat down, and that, the Bible says that he took it, and he broke it, and he blessed it, he blessed it, it's all about him blessing, it's all about whatever his hands, is. it's all about whatever he wants to bless, it's all about that, and, and he did that, he blessed it, and they began to give it out to these 5,000 men, the Bible says, and of course we know there were more, uh, but that was the men they counted, but 5,000, they began to feed out of these Five loaves and these two fishes, and they, and they fed, 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 and they fed. And at the end of it, at the end of it, the disciples, uh, at the end of all this labor, they were gathering up. They were gathering up leftovers. Now, I don't know, you know, leftovers. And the Bible says, the Bible says that as they gathered up the leftovers, they had 12 baskets of the broken fragments, the crumbs, the pieces. What they was filling the baskets with that. And, and it's almost like, if you read that story, and I, I encourage you to read it, Mark 6, it's almost like it was kind of ho-hum to them. It, it, was like, it was like they didn't really get it. You ever, you ever not really get what God's doing sometimes? Maybe the greatness of it. Maybe the realm of it, the spectrum of it. it maybe they would caught up in just the tiredness, the weariness, the longness, the... The, 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 everything went on, but they've gathered it up, they gathered it up, and, and it was like he knew, how I many know Jesus knows if you don't get it? You can sit in church and act like you get it. You can sit in here and, and, and you can tell me at the door, you can, we can talk at the door and you can convince me that you got it. I'm going to tell you what, but Jesus knows he knows just even while we were singing that song and we were expressing, and but he knows do we really when we were singing we going back to a harder word. He knows if we really got that, if we really did. And it's like it's like man, y'all didn't get it. Y'all didn't get it. And the reason I say that is because in verse forty-five of Mark six, straight away, 
Immediately. I mean, it's like they've missed this thing. And straight away, immediately, he commands them to get in the boat and go to the other side. Now, a lot of times we read through that, maybe don't think much about it, but it caught my attention. Because straight away after this, after this, uh, church as usual, whatever, da, da, da. Straight away, he commands them to get in the ship, constrains them. Matter of fact, that's, that's your, you're going. I mean, sometimes Jesus' yes is bigger than your no. Most of the time, ask Jonah. Jonah will let you know that his, God's yes is bigger and no thy won't. But anyway, he sent them. He sent them. It's a necessity. He packs them up, sends them to the other side, tells them to go while I go to the mountain, send these away. And he's in the mountain. He's, and, and they're going. And, and the further they're getting away from Jesus, you see, the further they're getting away. Now, this is an instruction. We're in the middle of, in the middle of this trip to the other side. You know the story. This is where that storm arises. The storm arises. And what I noticed this time that I haven't really ever noticed before is, is, is Jesus has instructed, deliberately sent them into a storm. A storm on purpose. Packs them up, sends them, directs them, instructs them, puts them right in to a storm to the point that they're, they're rowing, they're alone, it's dark. They're rowing contrary to the wind, going against. Maybe somebody here this morning feels like they're going against. All of, all of life is coming against you, and you just can't. Maybe. Maybe that's you. And, and they're rowing, they're rowing, they're rowing. And then the story goes like this, that Jesus, Jesus comes walking through there. And the Bible says he would have passed them by. He would. He wasn't going to stop. He was going on to the other side. But they, they recognize in him, man, it's important this morning that you see him. It's important this morning that you recognize him. It's important that you get your eyes off of church service and get your eyes off of 12 o'clock because it usually don't mean much anyway. I try to make it mean more than, 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 than sometimes other, but, it, but, but, but realize, realize it's not so much about the service, even the songs or whatever, everything, but, but it's, it's, a, it's about seeing him. We need to see him. You need to see him this morning. You need to see him. You need to get your eyes on him this morning. And the Bible says this about that story then. He climbs up, because they seen him, they cried out. He climbs up into their boat, comes into their boat, and immediately, immediately, the storm stops. The, the waves stop, the wind stops, the raging sea, it all comes to an end, and it just quiets right down. It just comes to a place of just tranquility. Amen. And then the Bible says this. They were sore amazed. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, wow. Wow. Give me verse 52 of, of, of 6, of Matt 6. I want you to see, of Mark 6, excuse me, of Mark 6, uh, if I give that to you. 
verse 50, you got 52, 52 of Mark 6. I want you to see the reason of all of that. This is why, this is why that they ended up having to go through this ordeal. This, is, this was the reason. The Bible says that they considered not the miracle of the loaves, and their heart was hardened. Now, I'm not trying to say their, their hearts were evil or that they were, or, or even scumbags or heathens or lost or nothing. They've been walking and ministering and they've been a part of the, the traveling band and it was all, all been with Jesus. But what, what had happened, you know, life, life itself sometimes makes us, makes us hard. Life makes us weary. Life wears us down. Sometimes, sometimes hardness just comes, don't it? Out of weariness and, and travel and travail and the day-to-day, the busyness. I don't know about you, but busyness makes me sometimes just hard, unsensitive, uh, unaware. I miss things. I don't see things. I don't get things like I should. Just life happening. Every now and then, it's just real good to slow down. Well, anyway, it was because of this, because what they should have got, plumb back two or three verses earlier, when he done the bread. And the fishes. And they just loaded it all up. Like this is no big deal. There was no wild mo- They didn't really see Jesus. I told you. They didn't really get it. Jesus knew they didn't really get it. They didn't get it. And let me tell you. They didn't get that they didn't get it. You ever not get that you don't get it? Anybody's got kids? No. You just don't get what you're not getting. That's a parenting theology right there. That's just all that is. Amen. Amen. But they missed it. And because they didn't consider, it was this instruction into the storm. Here's what I learned. And this is really, really where kind of this new thought, this new thing. The Lord, Lord put, I read this story. I read this story last, at the end of last week, not this past week, but the week before. And I was reading that story, and it just dawned on me. Sometimes I go through the things I go through. Sometimes you go through the things you go through. Sometimes we go through tough times, valleys, battles, storms, hardships, struggles. Sometimes simply because we didn't get what we were supposed to have got before. And I just want to tell you something. The Lord don't just send us along. He don't just keep passing us on. He just don't keep moving. I had some teachers that used to just push me on through. Y'all ever have any teachers that just push you on through? They, I think they just want to get rid of me. I really do. I, I'm like, I'm like they did. They just like, they just like. I know, I know. It was either miraculous intervention that that at the end of the year I would get passing grades, or they was like, you know what? I can't handle this another year. Bless it, <laughs> bless it, just bless it, just. Bless. I had, I had a senior. I had a, and you're gonna, you're gonna know this is true. But I had a, in my senior year, I had a. English teacher, and because I, I had always been, I'd already been working, had been working actually since I was a junior at, at, at a at a pretty good job. And and she asked me, she said, "You gonna keep this job?" At about, about three weeks left of school, she said, "You gonna keep this job?" I said, "Well, let them keep it." And she said, well, "I'm gonna pass you." <laughs> you got a job. You don't need this. I'm just gonna send you on because I. I can't take another year of this. <laughs> bless it. Just bless it. Just bless it. 
what I've learned, what I've learned, sometimes the struggle, some, and I'm not saying all the time. I'm not saying that every time we go through something bad, I'm not saying that this morning. I'm not saying that every hardship you come through or every battle or every storm that you go through is because you didn't get something. But I'm going to tell you what I have learned. Exactly what the Lord's put in my heart on this. That every time I do go through a storm, every time I do go through a battle, every time I do go through something that's tough, a struggle, I've learned that it is something I can learn. And I've learned that it's, it's in those times that I learn best. I've learned that I learned so much better in a time of struggle, in a time of storm, in a time of battle. So much better than I do in the other normal. I would have missed, I'm just going to tell you, I would have probably missed the bread and the fishes too. I would have probably been in such a hurry. Let's get, I guarantee if it was late, I'd say let's get this stuff packed up. Let's get it in these baskets. Old Brother Lee's got to go home and go to bed. I'd have missed it. It's late. It's dark. I need to be home, and I know that ain't some of y'all, but that's me. Some of the rest of you might have been wanting to do something else. You might have been wanting to go fishing or go here or go there. I don't know, but, 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 but we, if we ain't careful, we miss it in the good times, in the blessed times. And therefore, sometimes these storms and these issues come along. And that's what I got out of this as I was sitting there, and I got to begin to reflect. And, 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 and last weekend, I started just, the Lord just put it in my heart, just write down. I've been, not just this immediate time, but over these last year or two, or really two, maybe more, I've just, it seems like it's been a season of storm after storm after storm after storm. Some, some bigger, some littler, but still stormy, troubly, tumultuous. I, I found myself looking out on the sea, looking, looking for him walking, wanting him in my boat, wanting just... Wanting him to step in where, where it'll go still, at least for a little while, and just go quiet. But the Lord put it in my heart just to write down, begin to write down some things that, that I've learned. Because it's in the storms that he's really teaching. It's in the storms that he's really allowing my mind to get what I ain't been getting. To get a hold to what I should have got. With the bread and the fishes and the blessing of Jesus, but that I missed. So I believe this morning. I just want to kind of start here, and I realize that a lot of times it's 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 when I miss the revelation, and that's what they did. They missed the revelation. I get it in the experience. I ain't always super spiritual, and I sometimes miss the revelation. But I'm gonna tell you what experience usually opens my eyes wide. And I get what I ain't been getting. And I just want to share with you this morning, and then this is just kind of an introduction. I got three or four things. If the Lord allows uh, the next couple of weeks that I might would, would like to share, if the Lord allows, if not, we'll go wherever the Lord leads. But the, the Lord has led me here this morning. I just want to drop this in your heart this morning, if you can, because... There's one big thing that I've learned out of all these stormy seasons, this, 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 this time of struggle. There's several things, and if, like I said, if the Lord allows, I won't, I won't have some more. But if not, I, I do want to put this. This is just something that, and say something simple, but it's something we need. It's something that's right in line with what God's been doing in our worship service this morning. It's right in line even with Sunday school this morning. It amazes me sometimes how God orchestrates a day and brings a day together. But I want to give you this thought. Here's what I learned. One of the big things I've learned 
in a time of storm or in a valley or darkness, whatever you want to call it, a battle, whatever you want to call it. I've learned this. I've learned you need to lead with praise. I want you to get a hold of that. You need to learn to lead with praise. A praise that, if I can say it like this, gets out front. That gets out front in these times, in, in the time, ra- ra- rather, 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 goes ahead and that allows me to follow. A praise that gets out front allows me to follow. Now, I want to say this. I want you to think about our life. Think about your life. I thought about mine. When the Lord put this in my heart, when I began to see that that's what, that's what really is powerful in a struggle, powerful in a valley, powerful in a tough time, is to get a praise out front. Most of our life is spent. Have you ever thought about this? Most of our life, most of our, of our worship life, our Christian life, our daily life, whatever, most of man's praise is a praise, is a praise that, 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 that really it don't lead, it, it, it follows. It just follows. In other words, what I'm trying to say is, is a lot of times it ain't till God has done something. It's not till, till God has showed up in some great way or, or that we've been able to see his goodness or see his power or see him move in some way that even maybe we've been desirous of that, that, that he gets any of our praise. Really. In this church this morning, I love all of you, I appreciate all of you, but, but most of us, we don't praise till we see God move. Till we see God's power on something. We'd have been a whole lot like the disciples. We wouldn't have been so amazed with all in our heart till he gets in the boat. The normal stuff, the normal, just the fishes and the bread, nah, come on. That's just life. That's just, no, no, but, but it's, not, it's not the praise that leads. And that's why this is important today because most of us are going to see more storms, more struggle than we do waiting on God to praise. How will praise continually be in our mouth lest it is we're putting something out front? If you're only waiting well, you're not going to have a very continuous worship, praise, life. It's going to be spurty, spotty, miserable at most. But now, if you're one that's decided, one of them anyway people. I said one of them anyway people. One of them anyhow people. Who's decided, you know what? I'm gonna praise him anyway. I'm gonna praise him anyway. I'm just gonna, I am, I'm just gonna pray. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna send this. I don't know what's going on. I ain't got a clue how it's gonna work out. I don't know how it's all gonna come together. I don't know. It looks bad, it looks now. I, I don't even feel real good. I don't even feel this thing. I, mean, I don't even feel like this is a good worship time. But you know what? I'm just gonna get out front. I'm gonna send this out front. I'm gonna send this ahead. And maybe all this junk will catch up and will follow that. We'll follow that praise. 
maybe all this stuff will get itself together. Maybe my mind and my emotions, all my attitude, all my joy, maybe all that will follow behind this praise that I send in Jesus' name. Just because I know he's good. Because I know he's powerful. I know right now I don't look it, but he is. He is. And I'm going to send it ahead. I'm not going to wait. When you study the children of Israel's life, that was really their problem. When you, you study their life, you see how they operated. I thought about that. Can you imagine? Actually, it's in Exodus, Exodus 15 before they ever decided to, to make a song. Exodus 15, you see the first song of a delivered people from the hand of Egypt. Exodus 15, now they have come out carrying all the wealth of Egypt. I'm like, can't somebody put that stuff down just a minute? And if nothing else, maybe we ain't got time to write a song. Maybe we ain't got time to get lyric. Maybe I ain't got time for Keith Lincoln's this morning. But, 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 but. But, I'm going to put this stuff down just a minute, and I'm going to bless the Lord. Oh, I'm going to bless the Lord. I'm going to thank him for at least I'm out of Egypt. I don't know what lies ahead. I don't even know that the Red Sea's ahead. All I know is we. I look around, and all my brothers and me, we got something out of this deal from God. My God has blessed us. It was, it ought not be ho-hum. Oh, no. God has done mighty and wondrous things to me today. Amen. But, but, and they get to the Red Sea. You know the story. And they complain. They complain. They complain. And God, God, God has to anoint Moses and he gets his stick out. I know. I talk about that stick. I love that stick. The rod of God. Is there any bookstore sells that thing? Probably not. I check it Lifeway, but I don't. I don't expect Lifeway will have that. Anyway, anyway, they get there, and of course, God intercedes. He sticks out the rod of God, and the oceans part. The red, it part, man, it opens up. Man, can you imagine that? That's hard for me. It is. It's hard. I'm like, because I've I've went to the ocean actually and imagined that. I've stood. I have. I've stood on the sand. I've stood on the sand, and I've like, wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> I mean, all the way through. Think about that. How cool would that be? Just this big wall, a tunnel like of water, and I'm not talking about the Chesapeake Bay Bridge either. I'm talking about, man, it's just open, nothing holding it. Nothing's holding it. God's holding it. God said, and, hey, and the ground is dry. I don't even know why he had to do that. I don't even know. But it's just like, watch this. I'm going to really mess up. I'm going to really mess your mind up. The ground's going to even be dry. It's not even muddy. You're not even going to get mud on your slender, slender sandals. Bless it. And they walk through. They walk through. They walk through. And then, and then their enemies are following. And then remember, and God said, 
Time's up. And they watch all of their enemies swallowed up in the ocean that day. And finally, finally somebody decides we need to write a song right here. In Exodus 15, they, they start breaking out this song. They start talking about how awesome, how good, how great, how mighty God is. Uh, uh, little Miriam gets out her tambourine. Shaking that all over the place. I can just see it. They all, they, 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 they have an addict. They're happy. They have, but, 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 but that was because of what God did. So what I'm saying, what I'm saying, you know what? They, they should have been even at the Red Sea praising God. Even though we're here at a dead end. My God, he's brung you out of Egypt. Even though here we are at a dead end. Do you feel like you had a dead end? I'm going to tell you, you at the church this morning, and if you had a dead end, before this service is over, you need to just get on your feet somewhere in this place and go on and send one ahead. Go on and praise God. Send something out ahead of you. If you ain't had a good praise for a while, you just need to get ready this morning and stop waiting on God. No, no, go on and praise Him ahead. Send it ahead. Send it ahead. I don't care how dark it's been. I don't care how rough it's been. No, no, no. Send it ahead. See, that's the kind of praise that requires faith. Ain't it? That requires faith. When you're sitting in the midst of the struggle, the battle, the darkness, the valley, da da da, whatever. That takes to get up and I'm going to bless him anyway. That's faith. Faith. You know what? When, when we just respond to what God has done, when, when they broke out the tambourines on the, now it's appropriate. Don't get me wrong. They should have broke out every tambourine. They should have filled the, the choir up. They should have had somebody on every instrument. And, and they should have because of what God had done. I mean, mighty. It's appropriate. But see, that's not faith. That's seen. That's not faith. That's, you know what that is? That's a heart of gratitude. You, you should worship. You should lift up. If you're grateful this morning, oh yeah, don't you neglect it. If you're just grateful that God has blessed your life, that God has been with you, God has, you ought to lift up your hands as well this morning. And you ought to thank Him. Oh, look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. Look what he saved me. Hey, he saved you. Look what I'm not going to try to sing it again. I was instructed not to sing that again. Somebody somebody told me somebody told me I did real good on it, but let's don't do that again. And I didn't plan on doing it the first time. It's just one of them God things. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of them God things. When a singer, who is a singer sings, that's, that's one thing. But when someone who's not a singer sings, that's just a God thing. Or it's a test for all you sitting there. It, maybe it's a test. A very good test at that. Endure it with joy. <laughs> Amen. But I, I, I want you to hear that this morning. This morning, if nothing else, it's faith. It requires faith. To praise that reaches beyond what I'm facing. Come on. A praise that will reach beyond what you are facing. 
and will begin to lead you to the other side. And most of the time, that's victory or God's view of victory. God's view of where he wants you. Amen. Beyond. Beyond. A praise that gets out front and leads us to victory. Leads us to victory. Amen. A praise, a praise that, that brings deliverance. It brings help. Brings strength in the situation, the storm that I'm in. Now, I've got this story that I want to read to you with what time i got left because it illustrates it. Now, of course, it's a scripture. It's, it's, it's Bible. You know, you know, I like to illustrate anything I'm preaching on out of the Bible because how more, can, how more beneficial can it be? That's just how I am. I love, I like plain stories. I like other stories, but I like to be able to illustrate something from scripture. And there's this story in 2 Chronicles, and, and it starts in chapter 20. And it starts in verse 1, 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 1. And I want to read this to you this morning. I'm going to read out of my Bible because it's easier for me to do that. But you can follow around on the wall there if you want. And I'm going to read it. And I'm, not, I'm going to try not to stop much because the story, the story illustrates perfectly what needs to be heard. More than I can try to define any further what I'm trying to say. Listen to what the word of the Lord says. It came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon and with them, other besides the Ammonites, came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Now, this is the king of Israel, king of, king of God's children. And he's got this enemy that's coming against him. Then there came, then there came in verse 2, then there came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, There cometh a great multitude against thee. Sometimes we know how that feels. From beyond the sea and on the side of Syria, they're all enemies. Behold, they be Haza, and this is Tamar, and which is in in Gedi. Go ahead if you can. And Jehoshaphat feared. I mean, that's that's the way sometimes battles do. Sometimes dark times that we see coming, they 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 bring fear initially. If you're sitting here and you say they don't, well, you ain't been in a real one. <laughs> but they do. Sometimes there's enemies. There's there's thing multiple things that come at once. That it, initially, it brings fear. Initially, because you're people, and it brings fear. But here, listen, because of that fear, how I many know he's not going to stay there? He sets himself to seek the Lord. That's the best. If, you, if something's coming against your life this morning, and, 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 and it's bringing fear, this is a good morning to set yourself to seek God. To set yourself. Get set. Get set. Firm up. Set yourself to seek, to seek God. And listen here, he took action. He, he proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judah. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Man, it's a corporate thing. It's good. And Joseph had, Joseph had stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord, my, O Lord God of our fathers, Listen, are thou not God in heaven and rulest not thou over all the kingdom of the heathen? Ain't you, you got this, right? Amen. And in thy hand is there not power and might 
so that none is able to withstand thee? Art thou not, art thou not thou our God who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before the people of Israel and gave us it to the seed of Abraham thy friend forever? And they dwelt therein and have built even the sanctuary therein for thy name. Saying, I, I just want to stop there. You know what? His name means something to him. It does. It's, it's good. It's good to invoke that. And say, do you not see us, God? We're children of your name. The world's watching, God. Do you see us? We need you, God. Amen. 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 If. If when evil come, verse 9, cometh upon us as a sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this house in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, and we cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou wilt hear and help. Now listen, now now when, behold, the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a group, it's ganged up, it's, it's three of them coming against, when they would... Whom would wouldest not let Israel invade when, when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and destroyed them not. Behold, I say how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession, which thou hast given us to inherit. Now listen, verse 12. O our God, will thou not judge them? This is usually where, this is where ba- battles, storms, Struggles, dark place leads us. Right here, where Jehoshaphat's saying, he says, For we have no might against this great company. You ever been there? No, I have no strength for this fight. This fight's much bigger than me. I'll do what I can. I'll swing where I can. I'll poke where I can. But this is much bigger. This is more than me, God. This is more than me. I have no might against this great company that cometh together. Neither. I don't know what to do. that ever been you this is so much bigger and I don't even mess like that I don't even know what step to plan B I don't even know where to put this foot I'm not sure where, to, where where would you like me to place the next step I've always been pretty good if I knew where the next step but 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 sometimes I I'm like I don't I'm not sure where the next step you ever been there not sure where this next step belongs. But but listen, but listen, but he says, but 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 our eyes are on you. Hey, our eyes are on you, God. And all Judah stood before the Lord, and their little ones, their wives, their children. Then upon Jehel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benai, the 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 the, the son of Jeel, the son of I don't know why it's all he gotta have his granddaddy, his granddaddy, his granddaddy, but but nevertheless, nevertheless. And a Levite of the sons of Asaph came. The spirit, in other words, in a long, short version, the spirit of the Lord came upon this man in the midst of the congregation. And listen to what he said. He says, hearken ye all of Judah, you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou King Jehoshaphat. Thus saith the Lord unto you, be not afraid nor dismayed by the reason of this great multitude. Listen, listen, for the battle is not yours, but God's. In the end, that's what it is. In the end, that's what it is. 
If you can fight it, fight it. I would tell you that. Fight it. If it's within your power to fight, fight. Fight hard. But if you're at the place where they were, where you don't know where to put your next foot. Amen. The battle is the Lord's. Amen. Tomorrow, he says, go you down against them. Behold, they come up to the cliff of Ziz. You shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. You shall not need to fight in this battle, but set yourselves. Stand ye still and see the salvation of the Lord with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, nor be dismayed, for tomorrow, tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord and worshiping the Lord. And the Levites and the children of the Kohites and the children of the Korites stood up, listen, stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. And they rose up early the next morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, inhabitants of Jerusalem. Listen, believe in the Lord. I like, this, I like this whole verse, this whole section. Believe in the Lord and ye, ye be established. If you just believe in God this morning. Believe in God. That will establish where you need to be. Believe in the Lord. That will establish. That will establish you. That will put you where you need to be. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. And when he had consulted with all the people, listen, listen to what he did. This is, this is, I finally where I want to be. But this is a great story. When he, when he had consulted with all the people, listen, he appointed singers. This is before the battle. This is before the fight. This is, this is when it's still three against them. He appointed singers unto the Lord that should praise the beauty of holiness. And as they went before the armies and to say, praise the Lord. Why? You want to know how to give the battle to the Lord this morning? You want to know how to give the battle to the Lord this morning? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for his mercy. Praise the Lord. If you don't know anything else, if there's not another promise you can dig out, if there, I'm going to tell you what, if, if this morning, if you will just pray, you want to give the battle over to him, you praise the Lord for his mercy. Praise the Lord for his goodness. Praise the Lord for what he is going to do even on your back, even though you don't understand it. Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. And listen, and when they begin to sing, this is out front. They, this, is, this is what they should have been doing all. This is what every child of God should do. Out front. They began to praise the Lord in verse, in verse uh, 22. And when they began to sing, praise the Lord. The Lord set ambushments. I love that. The Lord sent ambushments. He, he amb God ambushed. 
you ain't been ambushed till God ambushes you. I want to tell you. You don't know where that's coming from. And you don't know how that's coming. But the Lord, he sent ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, Mount Seir, which were come against Judah. Listen, and they were smitten. Smitten. For the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, utterly to slay and destroy them when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir. Everyone helped destroy. They, t- they turned on each other. All their enemies. In verse 24, i got to hurry up. i got to finish. And when Judah came toward they, the watchtower in the wilderness, they looked unto the multitude. And behold, listen, all their enemies, they lay dead. They all lay dead, fallen on the earth. None had escaped. Nothing. No one. And Jehoshaphat and his people came, and they took away the spoil of them. They found among them in the abundance both riches of the dead, but precious jewels stripped off their, them some, themselves more than they could carry away. They were three days in gathering. Are you getting this? Three days in gathering. The spoil, it was so much. And this is, this is the verse here. I want you to catch this. And on the fourth day, they, they assembled themselves in the valley of Barakah. For there, there they blessed the Lord. This is, now this is the other praise. But there they blessed the Lord. For there they blessed the Lord. Therefore, the name of that same place is the valley of Barakah unto this day. I want you to catch this. The, 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 the place of their valley, the place of their storm, the place of their struggle is called a blessed place. A blessed place. It's a blessed place. It's a best, it is, it's a blessed place. The, the very storm that they were sent into, if you will, become a blessed place. They sent praise out ahead. It, this, is, this is backed up by so many. What I'm trying to tell you this morning, it's not just a one scripture or one story hit in the Bible. Oh, no. If you want to just a couple of thoughts. In Acts 16, Paul and Silas at midnight in jail, beaten, no hope, no way, locked up, began to praise. Send it ahead. Send it ahead. They wasn't blessing him because they were about to get out in the morning. No, they had no idea they were getting They wasn't anywhere close to getting out. But no, we go at midnight, begin to praise the Lord, send it ahead, lifting up their voice. And, and the Bible says, of course, you know the story, that the, the earth trembled. The foundation of Dallas shifted. The doors flew open. And they went out. Isaiah seen it. Isaiah seen it in a prophecy where in Isaiah 54, he, he said, he said, sing, O Baron. Sing. You lack, you're barren, but go on and send it ahead. Sing. Sing out. That's the heart. If the children of Israel, just like us, if we were, we live just like them, I'm afraid. And this is, I'm coming to a close. 
we live like in, in this cycle, in this cycle of what I'll call even the wilderness lifestyle. And that's what it is. You want to know what the cycle of the wilderness lifestyle is? It's really simple. When, when we lack, we complain. I said when we lack, we complain. We complain. What happened? When, when, when they had no water, well, they complained. God sent Moses in a couple of fashions to bring forth water, and they praised. Woo! Water. When they had no food, they complained. God provided, and they praised. When, when enemies would come against them, they would complain. God would move, deliver from the enemies, and they would praise. <laughs> yes, it's not what he had in mind. We got a glimpse of that last week with the Jericho story. The same people he transitioned out of that wilderness lifestyle, brought them into the promised land, and everything's supposed to change from there. And he brought them to Jericho. And remember how that story goes? We didn't read it last week, but it goes. They, they, they traveled, traversed that city six times that week. And on the seventh time, they wasn't complaining. There was no complaining that day, that week. No, then at the seventh day, they shouted. They sent it ahead. They sent it ahead. I'm going to tell you what. The Egypt mentality is to complain. The wilderness mentality is to complain in lack, complain in the struggle, complain in the, but, but, but the promised lands is one. I'm going to send it ahead. Though it's tightly shut up, God said, see, I have delivered them unto thee. See, it's yours. Go on and shout ahead of time. Go on and shout now. Go on and give him glory now. God, God forced them, if you will. He really did. Into sending forth a praise ahead. He sent unto head. I believe it. Well, bless his name. Come on, brothers, sisters, whoever. In this valley, though, in the valley, they, it's a blessed valley if you send it ahead. I said, it's a blessed valley. And no matter even how it turns out, it's still a blessed valley if you send it ahead. And in our wilderness mentality, you know what we do? Listen, we do, our valleys a lot of times are not called blessed. Our valleys are cussed and cursed. I come to tell you this morning, stop cursing your valley. Stop cursing your storm. Stop cursing your struggle. Go on and praise. Go on and send it ahead. Go on and bless him ahead. Go on, go on and send that praise out. Go on and send it out. Stop waiting on God to do something. And go on this morning and lift up your voice. Stop waiting. Let it continually be in your mouth. Start now. Start the 
this morning. Start praising Him this morning. Tell God this morning, I bless you. Tell God this morning, you are worthy. Tell God, put your worship out front. Put it out front. Put it out front. I have no doubt there's the issues in here this morning. I have no doubt there's valleys. I have no doubt there's struggles and there's storms. This morning, no, you're the one. You're the one that needs to get up on your feet this morning and lift both hands. Even if you don't feel like it. Even if it hurts. Even if it feels, hey, hey, this is supposed to deliver us from our negative emotions. You might not be delivered from the storm today, but this should deliver you from your negative emotions and free you to worship God who is faithful, God who is mighty, God who can, God who is glorious, God who is almighty and all-powerful, God who is almighty everything. Get on your feet in this house this morning. Let the voice, let your voice shout. Let your voice ring out. Let your voice give glory. Let your voice give praise. Find yourself. Find yourself at this altar this morning. If you're lost, you're backslidden. Hey, come to this altar this morning and send a praise ahead. Send it ahead. Because you know He's God Almighty. You know He's awesome. You know he's mighty. You know he's amazing. Come ahead. Shida Masatata. Hey.